Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. We are back with our international guest, Stephen Short. Hey, Stephen. Hey, how are you? I am fantastic over here in the United States. Uh, today, when we're recording, I don't know when this will actually be released. It's a new federal holiday, so we are very excited to not have to actually put on uh, business clothes today and work. Um, which is probably something related to a personality style. Some people love to go to work, maybe to get away from their family. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's uh, So there are a lot of people, and there's different personality traits that trigger different reasons. So people go into the office for different reasons. Um, and there was this uh, joke going around in Ireland on the HR channels at the beginning of COVID in kind of March 2020, uh, which was uh, introverts. Please check in on your extrovert friends. They are not having a good time right now. So uh, there are personality types that are suited for this. And there are personality types, even the remote workers with um, high extroversion, high interpersonal sensitivity, high sociability, um, who, while they say they're working from home, they're actually working from a local co-working space or a local cafe where they're still around people. It might not be their colleagues, but at least there's a human interaction. And then there are other people who go into an office and go work in the janitor's closet because they're sick of looking at people. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in, I'm a, um, ambivert, so I'm in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. but even during the, you know, during the height of the pandemic, when everybody was locked down, I was like, Oh my God, I need to talk to somebody, anybody in person. I, I don't even care who it is. I don't care if it's the grocery cl- uh, store clerk. Like I just need to chat with somebody. And then, then I'm like, okay, I'm good for three or four days, <laughs> but it is 100%. You know, um, it's true. It could really like kill your morale if you're around too many people people or if you're you're lacking depending on your personality you mentioned about in the uh, pandemic and then you also mentioned earlier in one of our episodes about women in the workforce there is this article um it is it was almost it was uh at the end of 2021 and it was from the new york times and it talked about women in the workforce and that there were a lot of professional identity problems caused by the pandemic and layoffs. And that in September 2021, 4.4 million people quit their jobs. Women in particular were pushed out of the workforce. And that has been, you know, a huge thing that companies are having to deal with. I'm assuming you're experiencing the same thing uh, around the world. Uh, yes, indeed. I mean, uh, in Ireland in particular, for example, we have the European headquarters for the likes of Meta, Slack, HubSpot, Google, like they're all here as well. Um, and there's been a lot of layoffs in, in certain sectors and things have been affected. Uh, we actually wrote, uh, I wrote an ebook, uh, just launched it last week, actually, uh, helping people with loads of free advice on what their next career could be. So it's called yournextcareer.com. And it's got, it's all, it's aimed at all of these people who have either been working in a certain industry or certain area for 10, 15 years and they're either let go or they decide this is not for me anymore because of the pressure and the, the tumultuous nature of that particular industry or that particular division. Um, and people wanting to, to reset and go, okay, well, what do I really want? What I wanted maybe 15 years ago is not what I want now. Um, what are my options? What can I do? So I, yes, we see that a lot. There's, um, 
we've seen a lot of layoffs and a lot of redundancies in Ireland and people being let go and companies downsizing or, I mean, right-sizing or downsizing, whatever terminology they're using or whatever rationale they're using. But funnily enough, we're not seeing yet the unemployment rate going up. So most of the people that are churning out are coming are finding something else because the economy is growing. And and while some areas, and this is one of the, the things that was mentioned on some of these reports, people like Facebook and the the cycling, the the home cycling thing that exploded Peloton. Uh, over COVID. Cause Peloton, that's the one. Yeah. Um, so they all hired loads of people because it was a, a COVID boom. Yeah. But then they're right-sizing because as everyone is going out and doing other stuff and going back out to the gym or just going walking or being able to go out, that's um, going down. But then all of the other businesses that shrunk through COVID are starting to grow again. So we're not seeing in Europe any, or in Ireland anyway um, as a dramatic spike yet in unemployment, even though there's a lot of redundancies and layoffs. Yeah, I would say it's the same here. It's the same here as well. You know, obviously some industries just because um, technology is replacing humans. And so those humans need to ha- uh, learn m- more skills, which we're going to talk about in our next episode about uh, career coaching and how you can help people and help companies be successful. Uh, you know, it, it's not just the, the women in the workforce, though, who were affected during the pandemic, but it's all, you know, anybody of, of diverse nature. And so psychometric testing, uh, personality tests, whatever you want to call them, could 100% help increase your company's diversity, um, meaning, you know, non-white male, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things, I, I had an interesting conversation with a colleague in South Africa like, a couple of weeks ago, um, because one of the things in the assessments that we use, for example, they don't ask your gender, they don't ask your age, they don't ask your ethnicity, it's just your personality. That's all we care about. And it doesn't matter if you're a 22-year-old um, immigrant from somewhere else or a 56-year-old white guy with loads of experience, like your personality is your personality and what you have the potential for. Um, and he was telling me in South Africa, because personality tests were used for very much the wrong reasons historically for an awful lot of the time in South Africa. Now, any new publishers coming in, they have to go through a very rigorous process to be a set, to be allowed to trade in South Africa and the government have special departments to make sure that uh, things are unbiased, that it's fair, that it's equitable and all this kind of stuff. So I think that's a really interesting move. Yeah, absolutely. JC, any stats over there? Yeah, I've got some stats. I also found a piece here uh, about the diversity portion, which plays directly into what Stephen was talking about. Um, Quote, diversity is defined as the practice of including people from a range of different social and ethnic backgrounds and different genders, sexual orientations, etc. Not necessarily just hiring one race over another, which is then possibly borderline counterproductive. So that intermingling of personalities is actually fascinating when we think about that. Um, from there, I do have some stats about leadership as well and people leaving the jobs. We're talking about a little bit of a hole in the workforce, right? 40% of people mm-hmm. leave their jobs because the senior leadership is deemed to not be doing a good job in the employee's opinion. 90% of workers think it's important to show empathy if you want to keep them with your company. And over 70% of workers have to leave their jobs in order to move up in their careers due to whatever they're facing on the inside uh, within those organizations. So when we think about the psychometrics, we think about diversity, we think about inclusion, we think about growing that workforce and psychometric testing being used widely with over 80% of Fortune 500 organizations, including it into the hiring process. 
The question is, is it also included in the uh, upskilling and promoting process? And what could we do to be better leaders? Back to the two of you. I'm going to hand that over to, to Stephen. What can we do to be better leaders? Well, this will be a six-hour conversation. So here we go. I mean, <laughs> depending on who you talk to, there are so many different traits that people say are important to be leaders. And there's whether you, it, and again, whether you're defining leading, managing, what's an overlap between leading and managing? Are you supposed to be, if you're leading a team, are you still supposed to be looking at the strategic? So for me, the, there's all kinds of traits that make sense depending on the culture of your organization and the culture of whatever it is that you're leading. You might be leading a special task force in a huge organization, or you might be leading the marketing department in a six-person team, so you have a, a more dramatic impact and, and view of the future. For me, it all it starts with some sense of self-awareness, knowing where we are, knowing who you are, knowing who you want to be, and therefore what kind of an environment you're going to thrive in, what kind of environment you're going to um, create when you're in a leadership position. But for me, the number one trait in successful leaders is curiosity. Um, being interested in what's happening, what can we do, how are the people being treated, um, and I, ha I have a phrase that sometimes I get in trouble, not get in trouble for, but it kind of raises a, 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 some eyebrows. In my best Irish accent, I want people to be relentless hooers. So who do we need to serve? Who do we need to help us? Who do we need to, to get on board? Who do we need to do this? Who do we need to do that? I'm being curious about, okay, that person needs to have this met in order for them to be successful in their role. What is that? And understanding that. Who are the people that we need to serve? Who are the people we need to be buying from? Who are the people we need to be engaging with? Having that curiosity can help you to become an amazing leader, even if you don't have any of the technical skills of the people you're leading. I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much. Up nuts, everybody. We're going to be talking a little bit more about unlocking employee engagement, retention, leadership, but we're really going to focus on career coaching. We'll be back in a moment. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.